This is an extra episode of the A2 Schools podcast of a recent presentation to the Ann Arbor Public Schools Board of Education. We are now at our last item for information. Um, it is the Capital Program Annual Report. Dr. Swift. Thank you, Madam President and trustees. We have joining us uh, the Capital team led by Assistant Superintendent Bernard Rice. Um who uh, oversees our capital programs, and we are welcoming uh, the team. And you can see as they populate on the screen here, it looks like we have Mr. Jason Bean and Ms. Stephanie Corona. So um, we are always so grateful to our community for supporting our capital program. There's Mr. Rice. And we, um, trustees, you've seen a lot on this because We've recently done the phase two, so we don't want to spend too much time, but we are filing the annual report, and you have that attached to board docs, and it is worthwhile uh, for us to overview that with you, Uh, but the team is taking some care not to duplicate too much with all the things that we've been talking about for many weeks and months now. Uh, Mr. Kevin Stansbury is joining there as well. All right. I think I'm just handing it over to Mr. Rice and let them rock and roll here. Uh, thank you, Dr. Swift, Madam President, and Board of Trustees, and the Ann Arbor community. Just to make sure everybody's uh, awake. Uh, anyone can answer this question an apple a day? Doctor away. Keeps the doctor away. See, it's well, good. Everybody's grounded now. So yeah. everybody's go. <laughs> Trustee Johnson go. gets the apple. <laughs> Well, he gets the star of the day. Well, we are pleased to present the 21-22 Capital <clears throat> Program Annual Report, which provides a summary of the work achieved to date in the improvement of Ann Arbor Public Schools facilities. This team has been charged to transform what's best for kids, the students' learning experience with the goal of providing for health, safety, and well-being of all students. This vision is of the Board of Education capital programs, and the commitment made to Ann Arbor Public Schools. With each capital improvement project over the last year, and since the pass of the bond, AAPS continues to keep promises and commitments made to community, staff, most of all, students. Thank you, Ann Arbor community, for your support for our students and families and this generational investment in the Ann Arbor Public Schools. All this could not be done without the accomplishment of this team in partners with Gilbane Building Group. We appreciate them wholeheartedly. And with that, I turn it over to Stephanie. Thank you. And uh, thank you for having us here, uh, trustees and Dr. Swift. Um, so wanted to give a brief overview of the annual report that we provided. Um, in the report, uh, we have uh, several sections, um, but we're gonna, briefly uh, cover some of the accomplishments that have occurred and a a little bit of what's in the report. Uh, First of all, uh, just as a follow-up to to what Mr. Rice said, um, our focus has really been on their uh, phase one early work um, and on the ongoing capital improvement projects, focusing heavily on the FCA and on our air conditioning and lighting projects. Um, and stabilizing our schools. The stabilization includes not just the air conditioning and lighting and and LED improvements, lighting improvements, 
but roof, roofing improvements, paving improvements, um, and uh, also just a stabilization of the exterior of our buildings. It's really important to note that, um, that on the average, our buildings are now 67 years old, uh, that we have five schools that are going to hit 100 years old this year. And our number of projects that we did uh, in 2022 was 35, which is up from 22 projects that we did in 2021. And 35, all 35 buildings have received some type of improvement to date. And so far, we've had $94 million in capital expenditures. Again, focusing on our air conditioning and LED lighting, uh, we did uh, complete seven projects so far. Um, we have several that are currently in the process right now that we're at. We've um, done 147,000, over 147,000 square feet of roof replacement, uh, order over 84,000 square feet of roof coating improvements. We've replaced over 311,000 ceiling tile, and that we've also um, installed over 29,000 lineal feet of fire suppression. Um, that's the equivalent of over five miles. And more importantly, we have currently have 2.4 million square feet of air conditioning provided at 24 schools. And that's 70% of our schools so far. We've improved on our theater rigging, our playgrounds, and our paving. Roofing, we did quite a few roofing projects, and this was really key for us in order to keep the elements out of our building and stabilize them in addition to adding solar. We did other capital improvement projects that included athletic surfaces, stormwater. Um, we added classrooms. We stabilized exterior of buildings. We do have some upcoming projects coming up in 2023. Uh, we will have, I believe next year, we're gonna have approximately 40 projects that will be going on at the same time this in, in the summertime. Uh, we'll be continuing with our um, air conditioning and LED projects. And we also will be looking to um, do some improvements to our Huron High School pool filtration, several elevator improvements throughout the district. Um, again, more roofing, solar, and wrapping up our theater rigging improvements. Kevin's gonna speak uh, a little bit about um, some of our individual project highlights. We had several that were uh, noted in the annual report, but uh, Kevin's gonna talk about uh, Mitchell and Pathways. Good evening, trustees and Superintendent Swift. Yeah, I'll be briefly sharing progress on the Mitchell and Pathways projects. Um, both projects made excellent progress in the latter half of 2022 on the way to a spring 2023 schematic design presentation, the board. This slide and the next share images contained in the annual report taken from the fall engagement summary document for Mitchell Elementary. This engagement involved a discovery process where the architects met with school leaders, students, school staff, school families, district leadership, and community partners in focus groups and workshops. The architects used images and written prompts to generate dialogue, getting definition from stakeholders on highly prioritized aspects of new Mitchell's desired learning environment. This engagement strengthened the conceptual design which will go through a second engagement process in mid-January, where we expect continued improvement. The next two slides contain images taken from the fall engagement at Pathways. With group participation, 
presentation tools, and results similar to Mitchell's. Pathways will also see a second engagement in mid-January. And with that, I'll turn it over to Jason. Thank you, Kevin. Good evening, trustees and Dr. Swift. Uh, the Capital Programs team continues to support our commitment to sustainable and environmentally responsible infrastructure through the installation of rooftop solar energy systems, the investment in more energy efficient electric heating and cooling systems, including geothermal, the installation of high efficiency LED lighting, and other measures to support healthy, high-performance school buildings for our students and staff. At the time of this update, the district is the largest institutional owner of solar in Washtenaw County, and we are believed to be the largest K-12 public school district solar generator in the state of Michigan. After our current systems are fully energized, we estimate an annual savings of over $180,000 for AAPS, which extended over a 20-year period would save the district more than $3.5 million in retail electrical costs. Additionally, once the Clegg and Forsyth geothermal systems are online in 2023, AAPS is expected to own three of the largest geothermal electric heating and cooling fields in the region. Operational improvements um, and investments have taken place in transportation, food service, and school facilities. Uh, one of the highlights for our capital programs and physical properties team is the receipt of over $400,000 in DT energy efficiency rebates to date. Now, this is the result of hard work on the part of AAPS Director of Physical Plant working with DTE and a commitment to upgrade our building energy management and control system as well as LED lighting upgrades. And further, uh, you'll recall the many investments made over the last uh, couple years to support air and water quality uh, through enhanced ventilation, touchless fixtures, and hydration stations. Uh, and with that, I will turn it over to Ms. Minnick. Thank you. Good evening, trustees. Uh, now we turn our attention to how these projects are funded. So on the left of this slide, you can see the circular chart uh, illustrates the cumulative investments uh, over the two years of the current capital improvements program. Uh, by the bond funds illustrated in the blue uh, shading and by the sinking fund uh, illustrated by the green shading. And we are especially grateful for the community and Board of Education support for these referendums to fund this work uh, and also to protect the general fund for uh, teaching and learning and, and those support services. Um, but the circular chart indicates that 75%, three quarters of the work to date is funded by bond funds and another 25% then funded by sinking funds. The color coding of the blue and the green is consistent across the charts uh, on the slides that we will see here. Uh, the chart on the right shows those cumulative expenditures first by year as you look across the columns. And then as you look down the rows, uh, it'll, it illustrates it by uh, the funding source. So first the bond fund and then the, the sinking fund. And then it illustrates it by a category. So there's quite a bit of detail here uh, for those who would like to take a closer look uh, at another time. But a few key takeaways from this chart. I notice that the categories uh, of the types of expenditures, uh, particularly in the blue lines uh, highlighted uh, by the darker lines, furniture, fixtures, and equipment, and buses. 
those are outlined uh, with bars there to illustrate that those types of expenditures are only allowable by the bond fund. Uh, so these types of expenditures are not allowable uh, by the sinking fund. So some types of allowable sinking fund expenditures are associated with repairs um, as well as renovations, uh, other types of improvements, remodeling, uh, new construction. Uh, however, uh, preventive maintenance is not allowed by uh, sinking fund, um, nor are supplies or consumables or equipment, um, nor even the purchases of buses or um, technology type expenditures. Uh, uh, conversely, bond, fund, bond funds are defined uh, for purposes outlined in the ballot language uh, in the November uh, 19 referendum. So it includes new construction, uh, building additions, renovations, remodeling, a lot of the sim of, of similar expenditures that are allowed by the sinking fund, but bond funds also provide for the purchases of buses, um, technology, and furniture and fixtures and other types of equipment. Uh, repairs, while those are sinking fund eligible, they are not allowable by bond funds. And then uh, preventive maintenance is not allowed by sinking fund or bond funds. Uh, preventive maintenance being perhaps purchasing air filters, uh, those kinds of things to prevent costly repairs. Uh, those are not allowable costs. Uh, on the next slide then, uh, a lot of the same data is represented here, but in a different format. Uh, we can see on the chart at the top, um, this time the data is showed uh, the cumulative expenditures, <clears throat> excuse me, combined, however, for the bond and the sinking fund in those columns, uh, yet uh, still indicated by category, uh, but combined across those rows. The chart at the bottom of the page, once again, shows the cumulative value of the bond fund and the sinking fund, uh, totaling $94.4 million. But it adds uh, on a separate line there, the ongoing repairs from the sinking funds. So the sinking funds uh, have been with the district for some time, but those sinking funds account for ongoing repairs across the district. Um, and uh, so we wanna illustrate the fact that those sinking funds are absolutely leveraged to improve our facilities and learning environments. Uh, so over the course of the two years since July 1st of 2020, uh, we have invested 32.4 nearly $32 million for a grand total of cumulative total investments of $126.8 million in Ann Arbor Public Schools facilities and infrastructure. Uh, both, uh, proceeding to the next slide, please, both bond funds and sinking funds may be used to acquire land. So recently, the district has acquired two key properties over the past uh, fiscal year. First, uh, property located at 3700 Earhart Road. This acquisition uh, fulfills a critical need for additional space in our Northeast sector uh, and uh, provides space dedicated for children, families, and community, including such functions as early childhood and family programs, uh, perhaps breaking that early childhood programs, uh, parenting and family classes, um, parent welcome center, 
a dedicated professional development space and meeting and training space for staff and the community along with office space. The second key property acquisition was loca is located at uh, 2862 Stone School Road. It is located adjacent to the existing pathways to success academic campus. And this strategic property acquisition will be utilized for uh, a new building scheduled uh, for con a construction start in 2024. And with that, I'll turn it back to Mr. Bing for final remarks. Thank you very much, uh, Ms. Menick. And in summary, uh, with each capital improvement project over the last year and since the passage of the bond, AAPS strives to, to keep the promises and commitments made to our students, staff, and community. A special thank you to the Ann Arbor community for their support of our students and families and this incredible investment in the Ann Arbor Public Schools. Uh, for those looking for the full report uh, and more information on the capital program, uh, please visit uh, our, our website, a2schoolsbond.org. And thank you all so much. Thank you, Mr. Bing, and thank you, team. Um, great work. We've had a chance to review this in bond. Well, I would just like to um, close out and say that this work that you've done and this report is very important work and it shows that it is important to keep our very old buildings well-maintained. Um, it's amazing that five of them will be 100 years old and we've got an average age of 67 years for the rest of them. Um, there's a lot of work that has to be maintained on these buildings to keep them up to standard, up to code and safe for our students and our staff. Um, it's also good to see that we've done some of these improvements to increase the savings per year on our utilities. And it's good to see that this work is not only, it does cost money up front to install this, but in the end, it's a good investment. Um, it makes our buildings more efficient, and it's good to see the numbers that we can put some value to those efficiencies like the LED lighting, the improved HVAC systems, and also that um, your team went through the painstaking process of documenting all the um, savings of LED and energy saving equipment that we've installed in our buildings to get a rebate check from DTE. That is a good program that um, has obviously paid off. Well, thank you very much. It is um, great work and keep it up. It's, it's fantastic. And thank you for, to our community for allowing us to do this good work for our schools and keeping our facilities updated. It will impact every student in this district and improve their learning environment. So thank you very much. Thank you for listening to this extra episode of the A2 Schools podcast featuring a recent presentation to the Ann Arbor Public Schools Board of Education. Please subscribe to our podcast to hear Superintendent Swift talk about important AAPS issues and more. You can find out more about AAPS at a2schools.org.